This is Dr. Dan Diamond. Welcome to Healthy Headline News. In the 24 hours that started February 28th, there were 35 tornadoes that hit the Midwest. When the winds stopped, there were at least 13 people dead and hundreds injured. Life changed in a flash. Tornadoes are a completely different beast than hurricanes. At least with hurricanes, people have a good long warning. We know that they're coming, and we usually have a pretty good idea of where they're going to come ashore. Tornadoes, on the other hand, strike like a viper. The warning times are getting a bit better, and NASA and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration have teamed up to launch a new satellite that's going to give us even better warning, but that isn't going up until 2015. So in the meantime... The warning is just usually a few minutes before the strike. The precise impact is impossible to predict. In fact, some houses will be utterly flattened down to the concrete slab while their neighbor's house can remain intact and unscathed. The power is amazing and incomprehensible. Last year, I had the privilege of speaking in Joplin, Missouri, just four months after a Category 5 tornado demolished about a seven-mile stretch that went right through the center of their town and destroyed one of their main hospitals. I had the opportunity while I was there to interview several people about their experience in the tornado, and person after person explained to me that it felt as if they were having this extreme pressure into their ears, like their ears were being driven inside their brain And then it would reverse and go the other way, and it would feel like their ears were being torn off their heads. They said it was intense and unlike anything else that they had experienced. One of the people that I talked to told me that he lived in a second-story apartment behind Home Depot in downtown Joplin. And he and his friend were in their apartment and heard the sirens go off, and then grabbed the mattress off their bed, ran into the bathroom, and ducked down behind the toilet, and there was a short little half wall there. They covered themselves with their their mattress, and when the wind stopped blowing, they went back out into their second-story living room, and there was a car in the living room. I mean, I can't even imagine the power that would take to lift a car and throw it through a window into somebody's second-story living room. I also talked to some people from the hospital, some of the emergency room workers, and they told me the story of a four-year-old boy that was brought in by the rescue workers. He had been at that same Home Depot, but he was in the parking lot with his father when the sirens started and they had no warning. So his dad, realizing that he didn't have time to get into the store, which was a good thing because Home Depot was destroyed, he hunkered down in the car with his son. He took his son and put him on the floorboards and then put his own body over the top of his son to try to protect him. He wasn't prepared for what happened. His son was sucked out of the car, right out of his arms. I can't imagine the agony of that. They found his son sitting by himself in a field about a half a mile away. And when they got to his son, the rescue workers went up and you know said, are you okay? Are you okay? And the little boy told them that 
everything was fine because the man with the wings came and took him for a ride and then put him in the field and told him to sit there and wait. And then eventually some nice people would come and take him back to where his dad was. There was story after story like that that happened in Joplin. I met a woman who was in her house when the tornado came and struck her house. She described that same ear pressure and then the sensation of her ears being ripped off of her head. She threw her children into the closet and shut the door. And when the wind stopped, her house was completely destroyed except for the closet that they were in. They walked down the street and she began to panic when she saw her neighbor, unfortunately, lying in the yard dead. And she started screaming and just completely lost it until another woman came up and grabbed her by the shoulders and shook her and said, you know, you need to keep your act together. You need to focus because you have to take care of your kids. So come with me and I'll take you to a place that's safe. And the woman and her children followed this woman down the street and around the corner and they went up to another house that was still standing and knocked on the door and um, the family welcomed them in. And as she turned around to say thank you to the woman that brought her there, there was nobody there. She asked the people at the house, where was the woman that brought her there? And they said, oh, you, you didn't have a woman that brought you here. You came by yourself with your children. So there were a number of very amazing stories like that that came out of Joplin, Missouri. I can't imagine uh, the the horror and what happened just yesterday in Harrisburg, Illinois, uh, where there were at least 10 people killed. It was interesting on CNN to see Mayor Eric Gregg talking about the devastation that had happened and how just a year ago his own daughter had gone to help the people in Joplin. One thing that I came home really appreciating about the Midwest of the United States is that there is a camaraderie there that is unbelievable. It's a fantastic thing. They really, truly do take care of each other. Like the mayor said, they don't run away. They run to help when things like this happen. They had 170 mile an hour winds. Now that's a EF category four tornado. That stands for enhanced Fujita. That's a scale that goes from EF1, where there's just light damages to the trees, up to an EF Category 5 tornado, which is what hit Joplin, Missouri. This one in Harrisburg, Illinois, was a EF4. Again, that was 170-mile-an-hour winds. Although the damage wasn't as bad as it was in Joplin at St. John's Hospital, the Harrisburg Medical Center was also significantly damaged. They lost 80 feet of their exterior wall and patients' rooms were exposed, but because of the rapid work of the employees at Harrisburg Medical Center, no one was injured at the hospital. Since the whole experience in Joplin last year, more people now are paying attention when these sirens go off, which apparently they do quite often in Hurricane Alley in the Midwest there. Uh, it happened to the point where people were starting to get numb to them. And then after Joplin, people are really taking these sirens very seriously and are seeking shelter rapidly as they should. It is impressive how rapidly communities rally and help during these situations. There were 35 tornadoes that happened in that 24-hour period from the beginning of the first one in Nebraska. There were 13 in Missouri, 9 in Kentucky, 5 in Kansas, 3 in Nebraska, 3 in Illinois, and one in southern Indiana. I mean, imagine the damage 
that was done and how rapidly people had to respond. If you'd like to get involved and help, there's a couple of things that you can do. You can call the Salvation Army and donate. They've got, their number is 1-800-S-A-L-A-R-M-Y. That's 1-800-SAL-ARMY. The other thing that you can do is text the word Red Cross to 90999. That's text the word Red Cross to 90999. Then you will donate $10 to the Red Cross. If you're interested in actually going and helping, don't just show up. Again, communities have difficulty when people just show up because housing isn't taken care of and food and water and all those issues that that need to happen to support people coming to help. So don't just show up. But one of the places you can go to help and find out about help is the uh, Branson website. They have a new website called volunteerbranson.org. That's volunteerbranson.org, an opportunity for you to get involved and help. So everybody can help by pitching in financially and helping these communities. Let's all rally and make a difference. This is Dr. Dan Diamond. You've been listening to Healthy Headline News.